0: and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns.
1: Let's get into it. Look, man. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, and look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Lost culture, culture calling. calling. I was teasing you about a surprise I had for you, my sister. You said you would surprise me with something. It's now time for the surprise to be revealed. And that's always the best part of the surprise, I feel, is
0: the reveal. The reveal. It's rule of culture.
1: Oh, it's rule of culture number what? Six. Six. Best the best part, part of the surprise, of surprise is the reveal. Is the reveal. So I have in my hands right here, Um, this is... A result of our conversation with Rose Damu, and this is also me revealing oh. to Rose Damu that I own these now. Um, a reader reached out; they somehow were able to get their hands on these Joanne Tratoria World Pride T-shirts. Oh. We were given three, okay? <laughs> so these are the, the Joanne Tratoria, Lady Gaga's restaurant, World Pride Her father's parade. restaurant. Her, well, yes, we, we can assume that she's in some way getting some ownership over that. What
0: does it say on the back? I didn't read that properly. It says, okay.
1: There are Italians everywhere. My God. Because Lady Gaga, famously an Italian girl, first and foremost.
0: Just an Italian girl from New York. Now- we let's just describe this visually to the listeners, to the yeah, readers. We
1: have podcasts are a visual medium.
0: The lockup is Joanne, and then this, and then Tretoria under that. A rose vector art underneath makes the Joanne a little bit illegible, to be honest. But then you have the stripes. Okay, of, graphic
1: design notes. I'm
0: sorry. I'm I you know I'm just giving them. And then it's uh, sort of laid out as if the Joanne Tretoria is in the top left section of the U.S. flag. But the stripes yeah. instead of red, white, and blue are the pride colors and white it says at the bottom 2019 world pride parade at the back as we've said there are italians everywhere
1: in bold Beautiful. red letters i really uh, this is just this Thank is you a collectors to that item this is a class item, item and there are three larges and uh, we're all, I'm going to bring it to you when I see you in New York and I will see you in New York soon. And this actually is my way of getting Rose to have coffee with me. Oh my God, you guys have to meet. The, this is my gun to her, her proverbial head Yes, um, to get her out of the house to get coffee with me. Girl, the culture that has sort of befallen us in the past, we, we could say seven days, but really 24 hours. Wild. We had the Oscar nominations. We had the Grammys.
0: Mm. Now, mm-hmm. come on now. We were recording during the Megan and Oprah interview really last sh- week, shameful. so we haven't even, like, assessed that. But really quickly, I mean, uh, an interview that we will talk about for a long time Ugh. as a culture.
1: I mean, who is having that conversation? Who Oprah is really came through. that
0: conversation.
1: I will say, what? both of our I Don't Think so honeys from last week were actually, without having even watched the interviews, very prescient. Because mine was... I don't think so, honey, people who are only just now realizing Oprah is, quote, good at interviewing, which was happening on Twitter. And yours was, I don't think so, honey, royal family. And I would say decidedly those are standing tall.
0: Absolutely. Mine was very broad. Yours was very specific. I mean, I think we balanced both of those scopes very well.
1: But I don't think so, honey, the royal family. They got to go, I think.
0: They got to go. Grammys, I thought, what an interesting night,
1: what an interesting night. That's not a glowing review.
0: I really enjoyed that. The The awards were evenly distributed.
1: Thank you. I always love whenever they don't go all to one person. I love an even distribution. And Dua got her moment. Taylor got her moment. I'm wearing my Taylor Swift sweatshirt your Taylor to Swift, sort of buddy. commemorate the third album of the year. Win for Folklore. Snaps to you, Taylor. Snaps you joined Taylor. the legends.
0: Megan... Megan got awarded nicely, also arguably got snubbed at the end, but I don't think our opinion matters.
1: I think we can say, Was Everything You Wanted by Billy Eilish the record of the year? To the Grammys, yes. To, I think, the rest of the world, probably not. But on a production level, was it like an incredible, like, are they being, are,
0: are, are, are they still like hard for Phineas? Maybe.
1: Incredibly hard for him.
0: Mr. Harry Styles got a nice, and I was as well. really
1: hard for him. In fact, so hard that I had to make him my phone background. He's actually my phone background on today. Let's see it. That's oh, like yeah, that's you can't really shot. see him cuz they got sort of icons in the way, no, but no. he really he was really looking good. It's really
0: wild that even yeah, even even through the screen, through the camera, he can radiate that. It's 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 really wild.
1: It really works. Did you see the clip of him catching up with Taylor? I did see the
0: clip of him catching up with Taylor. They were gesticulating very in a very friendly way. Yes, their they hand were. movements were very fun. They they seem to be on good terms.
1: They were very we're we're seeing each other, and this is normal energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and yeah, and that. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, have, haven't we all
0: mastered that? There is like an extra layer of conversation now, where it's like we all have to like. Mm -hmm. in the moment adjust to like the pinching of the mask up all there's just little ticks now that we've all oh
1: i see the sort of a state of being that is conversating with the mask
0: with the mask with and then or and then you know like Trying mm-hmm. to like pull it down sometimes when it's like, I want you to read my lips. And it's like yeah. a little bit dangerous.
1: Yeah. Or like this is the part of conversation where I'm letting you know it's actually just me and you, because I'm pulling down the mask a little bit and like sort of defying what society and the quote unquote CDC says we should be quote doing. Unquote, you understand? The yeah.
0: supposed CDC.
1: Now, I just before we bring before we bring the guest in, I want to know how hard were you for the Oscars? fully erect or like sort of chub chub
0: regina king got snubbed one, one night in miami got snubbed um otherwise otherwise really really fun nominations in there steven um, steven um young Jin yoon yeah fantastic um and lee isaac chung really really fun and the uh, lucas brothers are oscar nominees for judas and the and the black messiah like this mm-hmm. is this is really fun.
1: And the mank boner was throbbing for sure.
0: Mank boner was throbbing, but anyway, speaking of awards, we are talking to um, a decorated <laughs> person.
1: Oh, Tony um, Award winner, among other things. And speaking of throbbing, to be honest with you, not for now. Oh
0: my god, we said currently I said throbbing.
1: to Matt. Currently I've been, throbbing. I've been I've been throbbing all day. <laughs>
0: Never not been throbbing. throbbing. Never not throbbing. We are never not throbbing with when it comes to this person, and this is someone who has really, um, really takes to being objectified gracefully. I think.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's been happening for decades, so I I would imagine that he's adjusted. And if he hasn't adjusted, I'd tell him to get help. Get help because it's not going to stop anytime soon. Certainly not not going to stop in the next eighty minutes.
0: Mm. Not at all. Um, He, I mean, it's it's an exercise in futility to even try to like give you the highlights of his credits but he's he's a treasurer of the theater of television of film uh everyone please welcome him to your ears wow you're not even wait, wait. you're not even
1: gonna try i I'm thought, not even gonna I thought try. you were gonna say it's an exercise in futility but i'm gonna try no and no, then no you I, weren't I, even I, gonna try. I stand by I,
0: we're gonna get into the credits as uh, we and talk i, to I him. see
1: i know that we are but i was i thought that was i thought that was like sort of so bold of you because this is a legend we have to say this is an icon
0: but this is this is like you know Letterman or whoever being like my the, my next guest, my next no guest introduction. needs no introduction. Wow. Okay. And Wow. Look how look how charming he is. I don't think that's true. Is. But yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> no, I really don't. But I mean, go. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Well, okay. we're about we're, to do it anyway. We're we're, we're we're gonna just hash this out. Everyone, welcome.
1: BD Wong, welcome. Hi. Who? Who? Come on. Um, you know yes. who you are. hello, gentlemen. Okay, y-
0: <laughs> hello, gentlemen. You want to uh, um, push back against this? What, what are you? What are you pushing no, back against?
2: I, I, you know, I, I, I'm definitely not like like b- false modestying it necessarily, but I do go into a situation every once in a while where I think, well, really, do people really know? They do, and sometimes I'm absolutely sure they do, and mm-hmm. then other times I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, I think somebody needs to kind of like maybe whisper to that person Tip or them something off. like that. yeah no they're gonna sure. know they're gonna know you from well, your something. people your yeah, peeps our people yeah yeah you know, we're, we're in the know they're in they're they're the right people
1: yeah and by our people you mean jurassic park fanatics
0: oh, <laughs> dinosaur <Yeah>. enthusiasts mm-hmm. <laughs> matt wants matt wanted to ask
1: you <laughs>
0: oh i have something but not directly Well, he will, he'll, I'll let him ask. Here we go. I'm a little shy.
1: No, 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 no. I really wanted to ask. There's a million things to talk with you about, but there's something very specific that I need to know. So I am a person who, and this is one of my goals. One of my dreams is to book a franchise big enough that there will be a theme park ride made after it. Uh So that I can be acting on the videos that play in the line. Mm For all of time. Uh You are one of the few people who has sort of um, achieved this. Uh So you are on a loop at all times 24-7 BD. Uh Uh-huh. 24-7 24/7? No, 24-7 they don't turn it off Seven. well not 24-7 maybe some special days of the year but let's just say if 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 there if the theme park known as universal studios is open yes. then bd is performing in it That's you right. are on a loop in the jurassic world attractions i've never seen this by the way but what?
2: i i've never seen it i've never because i think by the time it i mean it's not that old and then yeah. we, I haven't been to L.A. and had the pandemic and all that stuff. So I have not seen it. But what was the experience of shooting the footage? Of a theme park. Very strange because it's way after the fact. It's not part of the movie. It has to be separate from the movie, but have to have all the approvals and it has to adhere to all of the story points and blah 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 and, and and Colin Trevorrow the director of the Jurassic World two of the three Jurassic World movies has to approve of what is being said but at the same time costume and wardrobe and like these people are just kind of hired to do put it together and they kind of watch the movie and kind of recreate it but you don't have uh. like your real costume or uh. or you know that it's not like it's not as you can imagine, you think about it from a production standpoint, it's a whole new separate production. Yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't know that though, because I heard the Marvel people that it's sort of built into their, like guardians of the galaxy. They shot footage for the Disney ride while they were shooting the new guardians. Like, and I I didn't know if that was the case for
2: you too. It wasn't. And that was, and I think that was only just because this one was made after the fact, you know, like they, by the time Mm. they figured out that they wanted to make this ride, the movies were done or the movies were coming. They were coordinating it but and it wasn't bad it wasn't it was just kind of as as the performer it's odd because you think you're done with it and (laughs) then you come back and it's like oh okay and then then you find yourself in this strange position where you're explaining to them very basic things or reading the script and saying yeah i don't know it doesn't really feel like that feels like the writing is exactly what he might say so maybe i would so then I got involved in that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, so there was yes. like writing involved. Right. And um, there's nothing wrong with that either, but it isn't what you would assume. Like you'd get the right, script and right. go, oh, I see. They're all fully aligned already and everything is together. They're, they have a learning curve too, the people that are putting it together. And there are three of them they, oh this is what's really interesting. There's a Florida one.
1: Yes. And I don't
2: know if it's open yet or not.
1: But you and did shoot new footage for that VelociCoaster. I did. Okay, this is this is really what I wanted to ask about yes. because I'm I, this roller coaster looks intense BD. You're going to have to get Super down there. Super intense. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get down there to watch yourself work completely and also,
2: different ride. Yes. Completely different wow. audience experience prior to the ride. I forget mm-hmm. what that's called. It's got a um acronym. And, and then, so then each, each team is completely different. The director and everybody, everything's just completely different. It's amazing. The first one, the one that we did had a lot at first had a lot of like improv and there was a little bit of a wink to it. Mm -hmm. And then I, then I started as the shoot went on, I got the impression they were, oh, they don't like this. They're going to like (gasps) use all the very serious stuff. Uh, so I don't even know what it's like. What is it like? Yeah.
1: Well, the thing is, it's sort of like, it's sort of like this. It's like, we're walking through the queue and I yeah. go, I look up to the screens and I see that it's you, BD, yeah. and, and you there's like a me. lot of children <laughs> screaming around yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I so mean? So you that. can't really hear it. So yeah. while I think that they did appreciate all the improv, I think that they thought to themselves, well, you know, kids are going to be screaming. over. Well, this. maybe it's still in there. Who knows? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you know, probably, you know what I th- hope. It's you improvising about whatever the fuck and the I'll kids are screaming over it so that they can't even hear it and they don't even know, you're not talking about raptors or nothing. You're talking about some crazy yes, improv. exactly.
0: I'm talking about you guys.
1: Exactly. I hope so.
0: <laughs> but are the stakes lower to you? And maybe this is an unfair question, but are the stakes lower to you because it's not canonical and because uh, to the children who are like populating these parks, they can't track what's going on in, in the queue? like
2: no well yes and no I mean let's one has to be kind of like not if I put everything into everything all the time I would never make it because there's just so much you know like like I like I I wanted I want to do a really good job and I want it to be as good as possible and I overthink and I over commit (laughs) and like stay up too late whatever I do to prepare but at the same time, it is what it is after a certain yeah. point. And the best example, and Bo and you probably appreciate this, It's the third
1: one. You know what the third one is? Dominion. Dominion. Where no, you have... the third park. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's the one, it's the one, um, yeah, the new one that they're opening. Where is it?
0: Hong Kong or Japan. What are you talking Beijing. about?
1: Beijing. Beijing. Yes.
2: And so uh, my, I had to do it in Chinese
1: oh, I don't oh speak my chinese
2: god and i don't speak chinese so i had to cram chinese and then of course they dubbed me and oh. the, the 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 onset i will say the onset experience for that was very upsetting because i oh. wanted to do a good job and i was all of my asian american kind of shame about speaking the language and all mm. that started like coming up and i wanted to do as good a job as possible but they weren't giving me the tools that I needed. They wanted to go really fast. And I had explained to them months ago, this is what I need, but I couldn't, I didn't have it. So, so it, that was disappointing to me. And that was a perfect example of me saying, okay, you gotta let it go because it is what it is. They don't care about what you care about. They don't care about any of that stuff. God. So just let it go. But, um, but that was, and so by the time I got to the third one, I thought, oh, wow, I really, but again, another completely different ride with a completely different script and a completely different shooting It's all all independent. Yeah, but
0: this is a character Henry Wu who has is has lived on for twenty plus years. Yeah, and can wear a
1: black turtleneck like no no other man in the world. Thanks, thanks. That's just facts. You know
2: Sean Connery. But
0: (laughs) no, no, no. 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 (laughs) May he rest in peace. That potato, no. no. No, I, I think, I think you've remarked on this. That character is done a little dirty at first. And maybe there is a chance for him to occupy this very impactful. And I, by I think by the time you get to fallen kingdom, he, whatever he's, he's basically, I mean, doesn't he get like, whatever he gets like
2: sterilized and shit. He gets castrated professionally yes you know he's like taken his lost his license and and so he's been humbled because he's really arrogant in in the first of the three of the of the jurassic world movies he's very that's the black that's the black turtleneck thing yeah yes
1: he was really the cock of the walk he knew he was he knew he was the hottest man in the world
2: yeah it was was, you know (laughs) yes he was basically steve jobs
1: Basically, I, when you guys were just saying he was sterilized, I was like, "Okay, how high was I when I watched that movie?" Because like I didn't, I don't remember him being sterilized, but I remember a lot of crazy shit happened. Like the little girl let the doc let the dinosaurs free at the end because she was like them too. Yeah, I was, like, was like, "This like, movie is yeah. camp. I love it."
0: In the original, in the original novel and the mm-hmm. book, the Michael Crichton, like, mm-hmm. like Henry Wu is like, like just the, like, the shit happens part. to him. Yeah, she, a huge bunches, part of yeah, it,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: They need to beef up the role. How is the how is the how is it in Dominion? What can you say?
2: He can't say anything. I won't say a lot, but I can say fun things. Well, first say of all, things. just to track the whole thing, yes. I, I think this is one of the more interesting things that's ever happened to me, actually, because mm. when I was asked to come and audition for the part, I was, um, I had re- I read the book and mm. I was I got really excited, and then they had to read scenes from the book to audition i forgot how it was very strange it was very it was not a real script and then um i got the part and i was really excited and then i got booked for one day and i thought oh no come on now what is that about what could could they do all that in one day i thought no and so then of course i hadn't read the script and then i Find, I, I It was one of those things where you had to go to the, somebody's, uh, Steve Spielberg's office, sit in the lobby, in the waiting room, read it and give it back. <sighs> and and um, I read it and discovered it was a one-day part. It became that part that's in the movie. That, mm-hmm. And that's it. Without even an ending. Like everyone's fleeing the island and all that stuff. That person made no impact. Wasn't There was no consequence to them. And I was very disappointed personally. And I also had enough of a spine at that time to think, is this an Asian American thing? Is this because mm-hmm. there's no Asian American movie stars and I'm not one of them? And, and I, I really believed that they had to make just cuts and changes. And, you know, the people are all still alive. You can still ask them, but, but um, <laughs> I think they didn't care about this character because he didn't appeal to the audience at that time in right. our mm-hmm. cultural history. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, that was great. And then it was over. And and then years later, it came back around in this very weird way because they re in re whatever you call it re, reboot. Rebooted. rebooted the whole thing, and I had a close friend Nathan who told me this would happen because he's a big fan of the fan, fan of the franchise, and he says it's, it's got to come back to you. It has to come back to you. And I said, I don't see why it would or how it would, but okay. And then it did, and he was mm-hmm. right. And um, the first one happened, and the first one was a complete 180 from the character that was in the original movie. Mm-hmm. And then the second uh, movie, he's, an, you know, kind of brought, been brought down from that. It's like a little bit of a roller coaster. Mm. The third, all I can say is that I'm... Uh, well, okay, now let me just give you the landscape of why I, I, I mean, what I might have thought. I thought one of the great things about the original book was that he had this incredibly operatic death, this kind uh-huh. of like woolly Wonderful kind of coming around you know it was like a really three-dimensional part
1: cathartic it even
2: yeah like yes Good. and i thought wow well, that would be great and then of course that <laughs> never happened and i thought well what happened in will it happen in the first one will it happen <gasps> in the second one and and so i'm not saying that does or doesn't happen i'm just saying i thought that would be really one of the great things but there are other great things too that could Yay. happen you can imagine what they are
1: like Bryce Dallas running in a heel again. We want to see Bryce Dallas running in yes. heels again. That's, That's right. our big thing for <laughs> the uh, third movie. Yeah.
2: I can't tell you. I'm not going to comment about that. But yes, I totally understand that.
0: Is Laura, is Laura Dern in a ponytail?
1: Salmon button she down, is. maybe?
0: Is Sam in a hat? No.
1: Bra- well, okay. No. <laughs> they're, they're fucking up. No, I, I, I can't even hardly remember. This that. is what the gays want. Raptors are chasing... You, Laura, and Bryce Dallas. And we're all in heels. And everyone's in heels. And yeah. everyone's wearing sa- all salmon. Like salmon button-down, sa- but also salmon, like, salmon. sort of. Culottes, really, because culottes like are not the big poplin.
2: thing. Like salmon poplin? Like Sam- salmon poplin? Y- yes, poplin. Poplin. Crispy, and maybe Laura's is tied at the way- at crop midriff. Yes.
1: Exactly, exactly. And we go back to Bryce Dallas's original Jurassic World hair, which is the- what we call the chop. The chop.
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: we need to go back to the chop, and they all you all need to be in heels. You get absolutely. I'm not sure what the death is in the book, but you get ripped apart. Yes. And it's 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 iconography. It's iconography. The way that you die.
2: Yeah. Well, because the interior salmon matches the exterior
0: salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Being ripped. Yeah. And it's it's
1: it's gorgeous. It's art. It transcends. Yes. And then at the end, Bryce Dallas and Laura have to fight the raptors. That's what I think I F- want to happen. With fists. With fists, with yeah. Because they, they look at each other and they say, they look at each other and this is what the scriptwriters wrote. Bryce Dallas looks at Laura and she says, girl power. And then they they fight the, the raptors. They face off with and they win. Exactly. And they win, of course they and win. They, win. they like,
2: knock them out. 100%. Knock, okay.
1: And the T-Rex comes in and then looks at them and he turns the other way and runs the other way. He says, I'm not messing with that when I'm with not, not those ladies and for for
0: you, for Henry to die after six movies six am I miscounting no he, is four it's right it's
2: technically four but i think no it's technically six but actually i will, i don't count those other two the ones that i'm not in lost world no that is that is
0: like that is a big deal for this man yeah. to survive the course of this story and to be ripped apart in salmon at the end, acting as the bridge between the generations of you have Bryce who is who's new, you have Laura who's from the who's yes. from the old school, mm-hmm. and then you have you have BD who is
2: who who who
1: is the, the glue. connective
2: tissue, yeah,
0: connective the glue. tissue. Right. And
1: remember, the dinosaurs wouldn't even be there without him.
2: That's they right. They Would not be there without him. Yes. And well, the thing is, what I will my response to that is, if you can imagine. The roller coaster of it. I mean, he's headed towards something,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: this first at uh, this arrogance in the first, this kind of like, I creator energy, and then mm-hmm. this whole kind of br- being brought down a little. Something needs to happen in the third thing. I'm not going to yeah. tell you what it is, but it could be related to <gasps> uh, 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 the, the the connection back to the original material, which is oh my goodness, why. You know, the amber. Their, their, yeah, I mean, you know, <gasps> or, or, or his attitude of his attitude about you guys are so funny. His attitude, <laughs> we are his, getting it out where of where he's his... coming from. Yeah, as this as this person. But I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to oh mislead or, or leave. No, you I know, said, we'll they, say life, they say life
1: is Goldblum in this last one. Yes, yes, they're all in it. He is. They're, they're all in it. All wow. In it. Yeah, oh, they're, my they're, God. The three
2: of them are hilarious. They're, oh. they're 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 great together. What
1: who, who you're talking about? Laura, Laura Sam, Sam and, and,
2: Jeff? and Jeff.
0: When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too
1: long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach, anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and Try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. One of the icons of Lost Culture is Bryce Dallas. What is Bryce Dallas like? Incredible. Like we love Bryce Dallas.
2: Yes, she, she has an incredible sense of humor. She's mm. it, it, she's totally um, nothing but you know like that kind of real. There's no pretense or anything. She's extremely smart. She was the spearhead and the um, took a huge leadership role in the um, what's the word going into production in this movie. It's the early part of the pandemic.
1: Really? And so
2: She's the one that got us all together and said, okay, this is what I've found out so far about what's possible. And wow. this is what I'm saying to production about what we want, because <gasps> um, we can't do this without absolute, absolute precautions and um, protocols that have to be in place. And so that, you know, cause they wanted, they were proposing that we would go into production back into production because the movie was shooting
3: in right. January
2: and February and then shut down like everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then they came to us like in May or something and wanted us to shoot in June. Mm. And she said, I, I, I said, I can't picture that at all. I mean, I was, I wasn't even leaving, getting out of bed. And, and, and so she was the one that got, we eventually went back in the end of July. I think it was. And which was, which seemed really fast, but it was because Mm -hmm. all of this stuff had been put into place. They really bent over backwards to get this movie finished. They wanted it done by a certain date. That was their first motivation. But then their, what quickly overtook that was this. Desire for it to be done properly because it was the first movie to go back into production. Yeah, y'all were Mm -hmm. back really early. I remember seeing like
1: Laura Dern's Instagram, because it was like a huge deal when she posted that she was on set, of course, her being Laura Dern and it being Jurassic Park. I remember it felt early. I was like, wow, it feels like in America this could not happen. That's right.
2: That that's right. And so, but that's on topic. That is the answer to the question about what's Bryce like. I mean, she has Mm. this real energy and super intelligence when it comes to laying out all the facts and compiling it. And then she has people skills to bring people together and get them to want to do it. Um, yeah. To yeah. do it. And to be, you know, she was a really great team leader. That's
0: skill. That's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful
2: to hear. We love yeah. hearing it. I, she, oh, that was, a, it was this, this was of course the uh, third, really the fourth time that I worked with her because I did three of these movies with her, but then in 19 in 20, in 2003, I mm-hmm. did Our Town with her at the oh. Bay Street Theater in Sag Harbor. And I played her father. <gasps> I was, you were Bryce's dad. Yes, I was Bryce's dad in that production of Our Town. So that was when I first kind of really fell for her because oh. she was so good. She was, she was also just like out of school. You know, she was really young and fresh. Right. and
1: She went and to like, NYU. Yeah. Yeah, she was in ETW. There's photos of her in the hallway,
2: not playing the family card at all. And mm. no, well, not she never does that. But but um, you know, then when you think some kids might, she she certainly didn't do that. I, I love, they that. love to hear
0: it. I have a question. I mean, we're on the topic of theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a specific question to ask about Pacific Overtures. Okay. I because I think it's really fascinating that it is this it's a sondheim show that is like probably is this fair to say bd like the least produced sondheim because because the because uh, because of so many reasons Mm -hmm. there's a lot of production demands um and in terms of the casting Mm -hmm. it demands a big full cast of asian dancers singers actors have you and to recreate some like kabuki presentation yeah um and there's it's just it's just a very it's just a very layered show and so i i feel like it both like is inspiring and it's a little bit sad that it is a show that like no one really that no one really gets
2: even the most like even
0: the biggest Sondheim, Sondheim freak. Yes. Freaks.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like the one that people don't really like, they don't really engage with. And it's right. got some of the most beautiful music in it and some of the most intelligent material and some of the most spectacular everything. It's, it's a yeah. great, it's a really interesting and it's certainly interesting to study. But it is so, this is such a rich conversation to have. Like it's got so many layers to it. I mean, it is, let's call it what it is a show written by two brilliant white guys Mm -hmm. about Uh this very Japanese, you know, it was was a, it was a bit of a folly for them or kind of an experience. The way I look at it now, looking back, I used to be absolutely just in love with it from top to bottom, you know, like it could do no Mm -hmm. wrong, but as as I've gotten older and kind of evaluated, well, what is, what is appropriation and, and Mm -hmm. what does, it mean to me, and and when is it really? You know, if if I'm applying all my rules of appropriation, Pacific Overture is is in many ways like the Rodgers and Hammerstein shows of the of the sure. of the fifties and sixties right. appropriation, and yeah. and it 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 just so happens that all of these shows, I'd say, I'd say The King and I and, and 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 Flower Drum Song and 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 this show Pacific Overtures have an integrity to them that allows their appropriation to be acceptable to us Uh uh for the most part. And, and, and so this was that and and Pacific Overtures is a show which has such kind of um, ambitious, intelligent um, uh, um, aspirations that um, the idea of it being appropriation is really never discussed because um, it's such an interesting and wonderful and beautiful show. And because it gave us a lot of jobs and because it it put us, Mm -hmm. you know, we did the show, we,
0: but this is what I want to ask is that like, what was it like working on that show and to be, because I, I am like naively have I, until literally we did this thing over the summer. Matt and I were both involved uh, in, in uh, BD's project songs mm-hmm. from an unmade bed a song cycle that he put out in these That was these really videos. fun. Thank you so for having fun. me on it. Yes, I was So honored. fun. Um, But we were on a zoom call BD with like all these, all these other actors yes. and I, and I had the, terrible terrible thought wow it's so incredible that there are so many asian like broadway performance i i i was definitely like i had i I had no business being there but i was like there's so many fantastic asian
2: in this case and they happen to
0: be gay yeah men Mm -hmm. gay men who were who were who were just these huge talents and and when i when i think about pacific overtures i go man like it must've been a trip to like be part, be a part of that or just to have any awareness of it and and think, wow, like you're led to believe that there's a dearth of this kind of performer of these kinds of people who are capable of putting on this kind of show, a a show that demands so much from its performers. And I'm like, it really fucking I don't know. It, it bums me out when I think. I mean, now it's like we, we we know this to be true, but like I I mean I really and this th- I think this is like this this moves beyond like any like cursory discussion about representation. I'm just thinking like even even like even now I go wow I didn't realize
2: we're all out here. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you were you yourself had that experience. Being an Asian American person was separate from. I mean, you actually had. That aha moment, which su- surprised you and disappointed you at the same time, and for Nora? No, no. Just while you oh, were just, sitting just, in the just, Zoom, yes, yes, yes. You were, yes, you were yes. having an aha moment that was was kind of great, but also kind of sad at the same time, and and and, yep. and it, it hadn't occurred to you in the same way. It, right, it snuck up on you. I guess is what I mean. And and it, and it, to me, it it it's there's all these different po- uh, perspectives about uh, representation and appropriation and all that. And one of them is the observance of history as it's playing out or 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 the situation in the world as it's playing out. And then the, another thing, which can be very different, is how you feel about it or yes. what your involvement or what you're overlapping with it is. Pacific Overtures was 2004. Four? Oh, yeah. I guess it was 2000, So it was after I met Bryce. And it was... Hmm. Um, that's, those are your markers of time, by the way. Well, for me <laughs> too. Bryce. There's
1: for me. There's before Bryce and after Bryce as well. Yes, exactly. It's when I first saw the help,
2: but it was it was it was 2004, and the original production was in 1975, 1976, mm-hmm. and um, then um, between that, in 1992 or so, was Miss Saigon, and Miss Saigon plays this huge role in our timeline mm-hmm. for going mm-hmm. on. Um, kind of creating a conversation about the casting of Asian people in general. And after right. that, say what you will about that conversation, there was a change in the way that we were taken seriously as musical theater performers, Broadway performers, and a lot of jobs came from the many years that Miss Saigon ran mm-hmm. and allowed us in many ways, not the only reason, but allowed us to establish a, um, a community of actors in New York who are musical theater performers that continues to grow and be nurtured and to um, strengthen itself. And you realize throughout the course of this how much the experience of doing what you're doing has to do with the, the building of that community. You yourself are, you know, in in a, in a situation where people say, well, how, how come this has taken so long? How come this has taken so long that there isn't another, there hasn't been a pers- an Asian person on SNL for Ever, ever mm-hmm. there never has been, and the fir- the default was always well. There just aren't any. I mean, we just don't do that. <sighs> We're not funny. Yeah. And and the actual the actual real answer is because we don't have a building block process or developmental process or an educational process or an experiential process that leads us there and and safely gets delivers us there, so that the ultimate uh, inevitability of it it happens naturally. And, and that's <sighs> very, like, that's a lot of things that need to be fixed in order for the world to be a better place. You know, it's like a lot of stuff that happens and, and creates a, a situation that is easily written off as a talent issue or, a, or whatever. I mean, there's also or just a scarcity of, issue. Yes. There's an issue of, of the, our relationship to our parents and what, what happens to mm-hmm. our relationships with them when we either come out or decide that we're going to tell them that we're going to be actors. Mm. Oh yeah. And
0: then, and then you and I have done both. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's,
2: it, there's similar reactions. There's similar reactions and there's similar, yeah, similar fears and, and all of that. And it's, there is not to be super general, but there's a cultural aspect to why certain um, generation of uh, Asian American uh, uh, parents ha- are, or, are, a little more controlling with their kids about what their sure. future is sure um and so that's all part of swirling around in this whole thing and then you have a show like pacific overtures which creates opportunities uh miss saigon also creates opportunities and there's a gratefulness to them mm-hmm. that you sometimes have to kind of remind yourself is is not the only you know that, that's not the only answer it's not the answer to everything is is someone else creating enough? The
0: indebtedness, yes. The indebtedness is not something that um, is a, it should be a fixture in in, in our and yeah. the way that we think about things. Like I, this is a whole chapter in Kathy Park It's the last chapter in uh, essay in Kathy Park Hong's book where she's like this feeling of indebtedness that it's like, well, I'm, I I should be grateful to be here mm-hmm. is kind of a, is It's a weird mental trap. But I I love what you're saying about this community building because I feel like. I'm, I'm about to like make a statement about you, about, about, about your beginnings, which I know, which, which, what which is, I mean, you, you have built this, com- you've built community your entire career, but also I feel like that has been informed by the fact that you started, I mean, you started out doing M butterfly, which was written by an Asian person. Yes. Like this, th- this is, it, 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 I don't know. Like that is the perfect
2: example of it being a self-contained thing. That's so, right. Like. That's the, that's one of the more graceful ways to achieve what we are, what we, what one can achieve Hundred percent is through self-generation. You know, this is why songs from an unbade bed, that thing that you guys did with me last summer was important to me because it was self-generated and it, because it, it allowed me to express my point of view from my, without any filter of anyone else's input. And, and that is important for us to have a kind of purity to, um, the journey of getting where we are trying to get. Um, and yes, that I don't know. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that is what it was. It was an experience with an Asian American writer. I had never had such an experience before. It was a very rare thing. It also was a, it was a play that went to Broadway written by an Mm -hmm. Asian person. I don't think -hmm. there are very many other examples of such a thing, which is amazing when you think about how well Broadway is doing now. Oh, I guess what's her name? She wrote, um, Straight white men, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Young Jean Lee, Young Jean Lee, and there are uh, surely others, but the fact that it it's not that easy to kind of list them, and and they're an example of what we're talking about. And
1: my question is, like, you, were you out your entire career, or did that was that something that was later? And I also wanted to know if you being gay influenced your character on Law and Order, also being gay, or was that just like happenstance? It was kind of, it was,
2: you know, I still don't know. I think it for me, to be quite honest, I felt that was really convenient and kind of like, almost mm-hmm. like, not like, I wouldn't call it jumping the shark, but I would say I had been on the show for 11 years and it mm-hmm. goes to show you how thin the writing was for the character that I was playing. Yeah. This was never discussed until this moment and that they felt comfortable just lobbing it out there to serve a plot point or an argument that was happening Mm. in that situation.
1: Yeah. And it was your character being offended at the insinuate. Like, it was like a thing of like, there were, there was like some sort of insinuation that like the pet, there was like a pedophile on the show they were dealing with. And I don't even remember what it was. It was, it was really, it was weird. It was, it felt a little jammed in there. Jammed in. But, but I remember it being an example of representation. Yes. Like I remember at that time, Everyone was talking about like what what like when it was it was like I guess what would you call it turn of the century like around two thousand ish where we started to see well I'm just saying in general we started to see more gay characters yes that's right and so I remember watching something on TV that was about representation and they were flashing through like the I don't know seven or eight gay characters on TV and yours was one of them yeah and I was like oh that's so funny that they include that because that's a, that's like a very, very tertiary character on that show. Yeah. And yet they're ticking it off as a way to pat themselves on the back in terms of representation. I just thought that was so um, thin. That That is how
2: I felt about it. And I also, I did feel that that was, it was fine for me. I just didn't think it was something to brag about. I, right. I absolutely did not think it was something to brag mm. about. I, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was unhealthy, but I did not think it was the cure to anything or or, you know, like any great example of any kind of wonderfully generous thing Mm -hmm. um, right at at that point and but I was also uh, really almost bitter or or sensitive about the fact that I I, you know I that's to be super honest why I left the show and to begin with because the the part just didn't ever uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sing to me at all it was just always Mm -hmm. kind of Um, uh, something that the people really liked about the character was that he never changed and he always gave you exactly what you wanted but Mm -hmm. for me it was not particularly interesting and so for them to have thrown that in tried it right at the end and kind of go yeah that's great right yeah right you you, you like (laughs) that was kind of like
1: oh yeah no that's not what I meant
2: Really yeah, that's not mood. acting. That's me yeah. saying
1: a line you wrote for you and yeah. your show. That's not a, That's it's not a way to explore the character.
2: Serving some ulterior some ulterior mm-hmm. purpose, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. But again, I, I was thinking like, <laughs> not only you on are you on a loop on like in Universal Studios Universal Hollywood, Studios. but like probably somewhere at all times there is a Lauren order SVU playing. <laughs> so I'm sure the checks don't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> they
2: don't. They and I was I, did, I was lucky that I got on the. <laughs> residual um yeah heart before it changed it right, changed yes. drastically in the beginning of early 2000s mm-hmm, and yes. um uh, so that has been good I mean it does it, it doesn't get bigger it gets smaller as it goes along but it has been really helpful to me yeah
0: I think it's time to ask the question. Sus- yes, it's been sustaining.
1: It, it's, it's time to ask the question. And that uh-uh. question is um, sort of the central question, BD, of Lost Culture Is This, which is, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? This is defining pop culture that you feel, in looking back on your life, made you the person that you are in some way
2: and when you say the culture you mean the object of culture or the event of culture or just it can be as it can be as
0: broad or as specific as you want it can be like the town you lived it can be like growing up in San Francisco ah. or it can be like you know this this thing that
2: i experienced once
1: this is what part this is what makes the question beautiful is I, the I, amorphous yes, nature of it. whatever you're going to
2: say i yeah. just i think you know as if this was therapy which it is not unlike mm-hmm. um, oh. uh, i i i i want to go with the first thing that pops into my mind and just yes. follow it where it should go right mm-hmm. that's the actor's impulse <laughs> yes the first the first thing that comes to mind is that time period when pacific overtures came out it was also the same year that A Chorus Line came out.
1: Mm, a Chorus oh. Line came out when
2: I was 15 or 16 years old. I had been in one or two musicals and I was hooked on the experience of being in the musical theater. Mm. And began this weird long process of thinking about doing it or, you know, is this a, is, I mean, it was a long process because I, I, I didn't dream of it for quite a long time. I just liked mm. doing it. But at some point, I think, and I think to this date even, there are not a lot. Of rent, a chorus line, mm-hmm. um, a very few uh, national, well, Hamilton certainly, national news Broadway musicals.
1: Right. Broadway right.
2: musicals that became national news or that became things that people knew. From, and then there was a lot more touring than a chorus line certainly toured for many, many decades after that. So there was an understanding of it. But the one thing that was a a real um, moment was the star of um, uh, or the, arguably the star of, of, of course, Donna McKechnie was on the cover of Newsweek magazine. Mm. And I remember seeing that woman on the cover of Newsweek magazine and thinking, wow, this is this isn't just like some play off in the, you know, off way far. I lived in, I grew up in San Francisco and I had an awareness of the impact of the particular show on I, to be dramatic, the world. Mm. Um, and that there was a, sh- a, a shifting in the medium that I was not sophisticated enough to yet to understand or appreciate or uh, uh, grasp which is that Michael Bennett, the kind of legendary um, director of that production um, was changing the form and kind of turning it in and it, and it and it reached people in a different way. And there was, there were contemporary issues in the play, you know, of course now right. they seem very quaint, but, but mm-hmm. at the time there were people coming out on stage and people, you know, touching their tits and stuff and, and, you went, oh, wow, this is like real life kind of theater that's mm. also a musical that um, uh, is also still kind of oddly fam- family entertainment. Mm. And that um, I wanted to be in that business. I mean, I just, I I knew somehow at, at a very early age that I wanted to create theater or that I wanted to be a theater actor. Um, and I wasn't sure how or what, manifestation and where it would take me i was lucky enough in when i was in high school to have a really great relationship with a high school drama teacher who really just opened the doors for me and in my own mind you know and kind of showed me that there there were these tremendous possibilities so at that time and i and then subsequently chorus line played a huge role in my in recurring theme in my life um I, I certainly saw it every time it came to town and it came to town many times and then I got a job after high school as a um, an usher at the theater where it also came and I saw it maybe a hundred times I watched mm-hmm. it every night yeah I memorized it I mean it, it was a it plays it, it's a show that play and now I look back on it and I think, Wow, well, gee, it's not as good as I remember it to be. You know, I oh, yeah. actually have a kind of a come to, you know, moment where I, I think, well, let me evaluate it now as a grown up and a, and a mm-hmm. writer and a whatever. And it's still wonderful. And I still have these wonderful, fond memories of it, but I have a different critical eye towards it. And, and I. Were you ever in it? You, did you ever and do I it? I was in it, yes. Do you know about oh, this? No, no, no. i no, this is all new to me. I was in it, but I was in it in a really powerful way. I was in the only production of it at east west players in la the it was an all asian cast of chorus line wow and it it's all people that are many people that i still know now and 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 <laughs> uh, are and and it was that si- same kind of experience later many years later that i had with the cast of pacific overtures which is and bowen you might not ever have we may not not yet have had this experience which is well the zoom was the experience of being in a show with a bunch of other asian people and without even effortlessly there's this kind of shorthand and this this sense of of closeness to one another because we all have a very similar kind of pain really Mm. and and that that is just a layer of, of the working experience that's really, really... I, re- I wish this on anybody. Just between the breaking of bread and the rehearsal process and, and the mm. kind of looking out for each other and everything, there's a real sense of of understanding each other. That was the first time I had it when I was in Chorus Line at East West, and then I had it again in Pacific Overtures in 2004, like you said, and, and that's a really... Uh, Mem- memorable uh color of experience
0: i want to put a pin in chorus line but yeah just to, just to, the only facsimile of that that I have ever had was I- I've told you this right right bd like that the shooting that scene I was in one scene of the pilot for Nora uh-huh. but shooting that scene i remember leaving that leaving that day and being like wow we talked about wood in between takes. Yeah. Yeah, We, we did. talked about, we talked about like, I was like, what are your mushrooms? Yes. Right. What are your mushrooms? I was like, that's never happened to me before. Yes, you mentioned
1: right. that when you came from shooting it, that it was, yeah. That, yeah. that it had an impact on you. I remember that day. I, and I was like, and I said, and I was like, said out loud and this, this sounds, this sounds
0: weird, but I was like, this is what white people must feel all the time. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, this is, I was like, I've never, and then I looked at the call sheet. I was like, oh, look. And like the top four people on the call sheet, mm-hmm. I was like, I've never played someone's family member yes um the lead person the lead the leads family member i'm like this is all wild granted i only i had only been like a day player in the stuff that i had done in the past and prior to that but
2: like and even now it's something that like is incredibly rare yes i mean even now for me it's it's there's still i mean i've never had a relationship with anyone in a, you in said a show. this. Wow. Nor
0: was your first time dating someone, and then
1: you're, and then you're, yeah. you're
2: dating Jennifer Esposito. Yeah, I love and Jennifer so, Esposito. So then I went from you know z- yes. zero loser to like the you know the luckiest person in the whole world.
1: Yeah, you two hotties getting together on screen not for nothing. Jesus.
2: <laughs> wait, <laughs> yeah. <you> see, wait to <laughs> see the craziness that ensues on in season two. It's oh, really fun.
1: Wait.
0: Can we say that I'm having a lot of fun already this season? Me too. Can we say that? Okay. The, the vibe is so good.
2: The, it is. It is. We People say this all the time and, and it gets boring. The, it is a really very good crew. It is. A, yes. A, a, their energy is very good. And it's very conducive to comedy because you know how comedy can be just like a wet, you know, you, you can get like hosed down by some moment that happens off, you know, between takes and then you're, you're dry Ugh. or you can't can't do what you're supposed to do. But this is very upbeat. It's very, very professional mm. and. It just works for me. I, I really yeah. like these people.
0: Yeah, Nora, Nora was making me laugh. My ass. there's yeah. the, the, if there's if there's a gag reel, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just just because of me and Nora. No, I'm just. There's kidding. always um, gotta
1: be a gag reel. It's a real culture. <laughs> it's real culture number ninety one. There's always there's gotta always be, a, be gag a gag reel. reel. People want to see the gags. People want to see Bowen Bo laughing. They want to see him laugh. <laughs> you know, like I feel that the but people want to see Bowen laugh. Can I ask you what it, do you like working with Bowen? Because he can become challenging. You're putting me on the spot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really done it that. No, much. No, we haven't. We had that one scene, the woodier scene, the woodier, woodier mushrooms, scene. That was really our one like moment where we had went back and forth a few times. Really, you know, we haven't had that much. We had we sat at the table for that other scene, which that, that other scene. I was
0: so I was so out of it that, and I remember not. I, I was I remember going home that day shooting that kitchen scene and being like i really fucked up i fucked up in front of Dude, oh, no, i was no, i was like were uh, they were he's always like they, that about himself no 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 but like it was a mood you were in though it was a mood i was in and i and i really felt because at that point at that point we were just beginning to like get to know each other yeah and i was and i still had and i, I this is still probably a little present but i'm like man i'm there's something about there's something about me like acting opposite BD that like is really tripping me up just because it's him, you know, just because this is someone who means all of these
2: things. Well, um, but anyway, yes, no need for that. I mean, the, look, it's really and it was early. I mean, we're still it starting to get, get to know each other and all of that stuff, so I understand that.
1: It's nerve wracking whenever you start any project, let alone something where like and and, and I mean, it is true. Like Bowen is saying, expressing like. He he, you are bd I mean like it, it's and also like you know Aquafina is like she was such a hu- she is such a huge deal like so I get like feeling like oh god like I just shot him yes. out and I left a couple days like being like well I hope that was good because especially we come from we come from live comedy and become and as you know coming from theater you're used to a reaction yes <laughs> and that reaction sustaining you going forward and so when you act for the camera um it's obviously different because yeah. you have to move on. And I did a little tiny guest thing on the first season of Nora and that was something yes. I remembered about. It was like, it felt like it was professional and moving, yeah. but also that it was loose enough where the comedy could happen. And it yes, felt like yeah. you were given a take for you. You know what yes, I mean? that's like, right. You that's know what right. I mean? Like, And that's important. Like what you're saying with comedy, it's 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 rare to get that on the first take because often the people that are performing the comedy on camera are people that, you know, maybe they're, Maybe they do come from live performance. Maybe they're cast because they are a big old fucking ham, and it's gonna take a, a take or two to get it.
0: Yeah, Matt improvised a line. Um, and Nora, uh, the most famous person in my phone is a tie between Hillary Clinton and Billy <laughs> Idol.
1: <Island.
0: laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Did they keep um, that in? They kept it. Oh,
1: and they so did funny. keep that in. They did keep that in, and they put like another one of my ad libs
0: too. That's that's Matt Rogers' ad lib.
1: But before we, before because we were talking about Nora, I just wanted yes. to say you're you're directing an episode.
2: He's directing an I'm
1: episode. Directing an
2: episode, which is mind blowing to me, and also like a dream come true for me, and it's everything that I ever wanted, and it's really great, and it's just started today. Is all the kind of pre production and stuff, um, and you know it's a little crazy because I'm in this episode that's being shot while I'm doing the pre-production. And then in, when we <gasps> mm. get into actually shooting the episode I'm directing, I'm also in that. Yeah. So I'm having that, ex- that what I would call the John Cameron Mitchell experience. Yeah, yes. And um, who is, he's, you know... Well, that a, might be something totally different. The John Cameron Mitchell yes, experience. Right. Depending on which film you're talking about. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. So I'm really into it and i'm great uh, you know really really just so happy that i was asked and and i it was it, it, it's a lot of fun and it's and these episodes i think all of them but this particular one i really really like it so it's it's gonna Ugh. be easy to direct it so that will be nice except that bowen's not in it which is not good for me can i
0: tell you my i think i explicitly said yes to the to the eps they were like, what do you what do you want Edmund to do season two? I was like, I just want Edmund and Wally interacting. I was like, I want scenes with Bradley, <laughs> yes. Daryl, Wong, and that shows how
2: much
1: they listen to you. I guess they did listen to nothing. Bowen's I'm a nobody. A- He's a nobody on set. Whatever. I, Whatever. I said the same thing. I
2: I want the same thing. I think that would be fun. But let's just hope that it, it's not over yet. You know. I, I I think I
0: think the good things are in store. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Knock Little teasers little teases um okay sh- should we close the loop on this chorus line yeah, yeah i, I, I want to hear
1: i want to hear your question sorry i just had to i had to bring up the directing thing because i was so excited to of hear course
0: that. oh oh my gosh of course favorite song like is it like what i did for a lot like like the, i feel like i gotta admit i don't know i know mine
1: off. i my mine is mine is music in the mirror and the chair yeah. today. i mean it was bitch <laughs> have you ever seen jane krakowski's version of that on Ali mcbeal
0: no. So a
1: lot of gays out there don't know that <laughs> Jane Krakowski sang Music in the Mirror on Ally no, McBeal. I, didn't, I don't think I remember She that. did, and you can YouTube it, and she's stunning in it. And she gives you the whole dance number, and she fucking belts the end, and it's great. But I think that's my favorite the number. Thing, what I, I did for Love a, a close second. Yeah, she does the whole number. Wow. Well,
2: no, I don't. I mean, I'm not really. I don't know if there really, Is there any particular song that really is. You know, re- exemplifies my affection for the sure. show. It was a whole kind of experience. I just, I mean, I mean, I remember being just kind of like, I don't know what how to call it, like, impressed, or, or my breath was slightly taken away by the fact that there was no set and there was just this yeah. black stage with numbers on it, and it just was like so bold at that time to just not have a set and 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 all of that stuff, and it, it also had what appeared to be at the time a really great um quick change at the very end of the. The show where everybody goes from dance clothes to these like fancy costumes, mm. and there were you know little things like that. And then there was a, a there is a song about teenage angst and growing uh, puberty, which is a really great song, which is a, a huge number, and I liked that. But and also was really into the lighting. The lighting was very geometric. If you sat in the balcony, you could see all of the shapes and hard angles and and colors that the uh, Theron Mustard, the, the lighting designer used which was very not like a regular musical. It was very angular, it was suited the choreography. It created shapes and spaces and different times and all kinds of different kinds of uh, there was a kind of lots of different usages for it. That was really great because there was no set. And so that, the the mm-hmm. lighting became a huge part
1: of the transformative quality of of the the um that element. Wow. You gotta you also Bowen you also have to listen to on Barbara Streisand she did like a A recent album, which was like, um, she got like movie stars to come in and sing with her. Right, right. And her Anne Hathaway and Daisy Ridley did at the ballet. Oh, now at the ballet, ballet. it was really good. It was really good. (laughs) And the featurette, which is Barbara Streisand talking about it, is also really good because (sighs) Barbara Streisand talking about anything is about anything. Yeah, Yeah. anything. Have you ever met Barbara?
2: I don't think I've ever met Barbara. Well, we got. I I mean, I've met a lot of people in passing or whatever, and but she's not one of them.
1: That's what I felt like I could ask you that, and maybe I'd get a yes. You I, might. And, and yeah. out of anyone who's ever been on this show, you are the person that's most wow. likely to have met Barbara. Yes. Although Will Ferrell might have met Barbara.
2: No, uh, you know, I I was at. a I I know this is going to sound so pretentious, but I was at the same White House state dinner that Barbara. Was <gasps> at. Wow, whose state dinner was that? Obama's. Hu Jintao and yeah, it was the it was Hu Jintao at, at Obama's dinner for Hu Jintao, and I sat at Obama's table.
1: Wow. Uh, Did he have anything good to say? No.
2: <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm joking. I was completely tongue-tied. I mean, yeah, I never I have that experience where I don't know, you know, where I usually sit down next to a stranger or whatever. This was the strangest experience I brought my mother. She was my plus one date. And mm. I said, "My mom." To my mom, we're going to the White House, and then we, we got there, and we were given our little fancy engraved thing with the table number twenty three, and we were like, "Great!" and We're walking that's through. That's a good number. And and the people there, he was like, you know, like um, Mich- um who was there? Uh, Michelle. Just, just people. Michelle. Michelle Obama. Yeah, Michelle. And and, and, <laughs> and I, I'm what? Who I met was Michelle Kwan. And oh, um,
1: that's fancy.
2: The, the architect Maya Lin. And, um, just people like that, you know, and, and, and so we're walking, looking for the room and we're going with 23, I guess that's the room on the end. And we're going in the, the it's 23. I think it's that long table underneath the painting of Lincoln.
3: And then we get there and I'm like,
2: and we're looking at the names and the the people at our table, it was my mother, me, Michelle, (gasps) Barack, Bill, the Clintons. The Carters. What? John Kerry. It was Mayor Daly from Chicago. And it was um it was it was the strangest thing ever. I mean, oh I think my I think gosh. when and they Barna were like putting all it, it all in together, the they bleachers. were trying to figure out who could kind of like bridge the gap or something, and my mother, who, you know, might have been a part of it too. It just all was it was the craziest thing. It was wonderful. That's wow, so it was wonderful. funny. And I mean, we were uh, just to say we were sitting at the table with the with the Obamas, but Barbara Streisand was in another room.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's so yeah. weird. Like she was off in the bleachers. They said, F yeah. Barbara tonight, we have BD." Yeah, and his yeah mom. that's right. Yeah. So, th- so what is is conversation very casual there? Like, are they all like, "Hey, girl, do you see this in the news? Like, what did you think of Dancing with the Stars? Are they kind of saying that kind of chatter?" It
2: is like that, but then it isn't, it isn't. You know, I mean, I sat ac- directly across from Michelle and, oh Obama and I, oh. I could not, I couldn't think of anything that seemed worthy to yeah. discuss with her. I, and now I think of plenty of things that I could or would have said, but I was really like sitting there eating, just kind of, I sat next to Rosalind Carter. I was like, Oh, talking wow. to Rosalind Carter about their foundation and stuff like that. And, oh, what is it that you're doing? And they've gone to Syria and, you know, uh, you know, and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I'm on a TV show. Great. You know, like, it's like they're going to Syria and he's building Habitat for Humanity houses and, the, you know, running all that stuff Jimmy. And, and, so I, I felt, <laughs> I, I felt decidedly unworthy. I was thrilled my mm, mother was no. there. My mother was chatting it up with John Kerry and Mayor Daley. They got along great. She was sitting between John Kerry and Mayor Daley. She was you were it. at
0: that table because you were the closest thing we have to an Asian American president. And that is why <laughs> you were there.
1: Exactly. Okay. You hear that, Andrew Yang? You That's hear right. That? You hear
2: that,
0: Andy? Well,
1: know your place. <laughs> there we go. Stop grabbing bananas. You can't keep your hands to yourself in those bodegas, Andrew Yang. Those bananas don't want nothing to do with you. They want to be left alone.
0: Before we move on to I don't think so honey I think I have a very important question to ask Uh huh. BD Wong Do you think Captain Lee Shang Was <sighs> attracted to Ping?
2: I would like to think That he was but I think this is up to you to, This is up to uh, you to say I know and I don't want to disappoint anyone And I don't want to be a coward Or anything like that Oh but you know what okay no Fluidity is a big thing. It's, it's, it's a very important thing to acknowledge. Yeah. Fluidity yes. is, is something when we made the movie, fluidity was not a word. Mm. We didn't talk no. about fluidity. Now we have fluidity. Now we can watch Shang and his choices and his actions and see it through the lens of fluidity. And this whole idea that there's a, there's a, Needle and it goes from one to zero to a hundred and it's always it doesn't have to be in one place or another it can move right. you can change your pronouns ne- the day one day and change them the, the next day if you want and and, yeah. and 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 that's that's good and should be the way it is so in that case I'm real I'm, re- yes. I'm recalibrating my answer of <gasps> course he was
1: yeah of course oh! he was otherwise he wouldn't have been doing all that yeah why why would he why what
2: other reason would there be. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's not. He's he's. It's, it's it's not. It's it, it, it's it's very binary to think that he was. But I did used to say, "Oh no, come on, you guys. That's that's not. Don't go there. That's it's not right. That is that's about. just his
1: very best friend. But, but let's, he's let's, mentoring yeah, him.
2: But yeah. But you know, it's, it does remind me of the. The music video that Bowen was in, we 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 texted a little bit about this. The you and the the, the boner bros um, video, boner bros, and that the whole oh, the right, whole right. the whole notion of of that kind of thing that is really fluidity. I think it's like, can you do? You have to say it's one thing or another. Can't you just say, well, there's this kind of inclination, but it doesn't mean I'm gay. Whatever. It doesn't. Sure. why Why can't people do that? They're, they're really afraid to do that. They can't do it. So they have to write a song about it to kind of <laughs> deflect all of their discomfort about it. And that's hilarious in its own right to me. I'm still entertained by the song, but at the same time, yes. I'm going, come on, you guys. Come on, you guys. So, so so, we're talking about this sketch that
0: was a pre-taped sketch on SNL um, written by Beck and Kyle and Fran Gillespie and i and will and will steven it's a bachelor party in the woods and then um the strippers come and then the, all the boys break out into a song about um this is the a highlight of their lives that they're <laughs> getting hard next to their friends yeah that they're getting boners <laughs> that they're getting boners next to their friends and, and that texts is so me the next... funny
1: when you distill it that's what it is
0: it's what it is. And <laughs> we're that, all getting hard, hard it
1: together And BD
0: and BD texts me the next. First of all, I just, can I just out BD is like, you watch every week. You watch every week. And I watch
2: a lot because of you. Oh, come on. I do. I want to know what you're doing and I want to be able to discuss it with you. Um, you know, we're not that close. Let's just call, you know, uh-huh, we're not, uh-huh, let's uh-huh. just pull the
1: wool over. You know, not everyone in Hollywood, not everyone in Hollywood is very <laughs> close. Yes, know? that's right.
2: And, 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 but I do, um, and I love it. I think it's a, a golden age for the show. I think you're in a, on it at a really good time. And I so I'm wildly entertained by it. I, I certainly depended on it. And, and bad in and, and me and my family depended on the show in bad in hard times in this past year um, mm. in a huge way and during the whole Trump the whole trump administration and and so there was a there is a huge um allegiance i have to it actually
0: mm, that's nice that's really nice to hear
2: so anyway so 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 bd texted me the next day being
0: like i gotta talk to you about this boner video and i'm like <laughs> oh like what do you want to talk about and he was like He's like, were you were you basically saying? Should I just pull up the? Should I I pull up the text? Were you basically saying that the people who wrote it are repressing something, or no? That's not what you mean.
2: Well, what I was I was kind of saying what I just said a a, a minute or two ago, which is they 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 see it in a very binary way. Like I'm not gay, and so here's the irony of me Uh getting a boner next to my sure bro the, the the fact that he is there may or may not play a part in your boner i mean mm-hmm. he it may it's your friend it, your, your friend yeah your friend yes. yeah the, the friend of the person singing whatever verse of the song and and right. and, and, and it's okay it's okay to see it that way but uh-huh. it's very no pun intended hard for people yes. to see it that way they they yes. they they need to know they're not gay
3: they need,
2: right. They absolutely need to know they're not gay, so that they can tell whoever that it's and 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 even if they had a kind of a fluid moment where they well, let's say they always you know you hear about it all the time, blame alcohol or something on their <laughs> actions or choices. Even if they did that, it's still something that happened. And why did it happen? And what what did the what role did the alcohol play? I think it's fascinating. I love, I love right. thinking about it, and yeah, I think the proof. Uh, in the pudding of all of this is the way women regard this whole same issue. They are mm. much completely different about it in many cases, if not to speak yes. generally. But that you can have someone actually identify one way and then not identify that way anymore, and then identify that way again, or have a moment of of fluidity. I, I just think there's more. There's, a, there's blockage happening
1: that sure. does not
2: need to happen. I'm not saying 100%. anything about any pretty particular on SNL at no, all. No, no,
0: no, 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 um, no, no, no.
2: But, but the fact that they are so easily slip into that role of adopting that um, posture is interesting That the, That the
0: joke is so easily delivered through yes. that, like...
2: Filter, lens, well, you, you know... Um, through the filter yeah. of
0: masculinity where masculinity is basically, like, self-harm at this point. I yes. feel like... Yeah. I, I, I feel like... It, uh, y- yes, and if you want to think about women getting together like women women syncing up their periods is not like an ironic thing it's just this thing that's like it's like oh isn't that beautiful
1: yes (laughs) exactly exactly that's exactly that's a good example i think got it i mean i think that straight men should just do what gay men do and once they get boners they should just do what we do and just like fuck each other it's actually <laughs> fabulous. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. I, they I should think try. It's fabulous. It. Yeah, they should try, should try, and try I th- it. I welcome any straight man that's around me and gets a boner. Don't be scared of it. I have go to. With I have it. Go with go it. With I it. have yet to check off on my list hooking up with a straight guy, and I just got to oh. do it before I die. So Not many that I think it'll have be done fa- this. I don't think it'll be fantastic. I just think it will be something.
2: Yes, and it, yes. and something to remember or to talk about or to
1: yeah. And then, I, exactly. then I'll write my sketch about it.
0: <laughs> this this all goes back to Li Shang, um yes. who who felt must have felt something. He did. Yeah. He did. Ping is the only other male character to whom Li Shang shows affection.
1: Well, also remember, it was Mulan the whole time. It, but it was Mulan the whole time. So it didn't matter. There was obviously an attraction there. And it didn't actually matter. The gender expression did not matter. The person. And I, yes. I I feel that in the new movie, the live action movie, it wasn't Li Shang. It was like a different character that yeah. used as a stand-in. But he gay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And we'll leave it at that. They they went there? Did they go there? No, they didn't go
1: there, but they didn't need to because the longing looks... In live action, you can't get away with the sort of uh, trickery of animation where it's just like, oh, he slides down the bench and he's a little too close and it's like, whoop, 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 I'm falling off the chair because I'm a little nervous to be close to you. It's like not going to be like that. On live action, it's this guy goes into the barracks, looks at male presenting Mulan and I fucks the shit out of him. And you can't tell me that there wasn't something there. And I almost feel like if they released Mulan now in the way that they did with all the panic about gender and gender expression and like what is and isn't, it would be such a controversy now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would be a harder sell now. Yes, yes. I really do. I think that that people yeah. conservative parents would be like fucking up the wall about it. Yes, you know what right, I mean. Right.
2: Right. But I also think that the, 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 what you just said is the, it, there's a perspective shift. I mean, you could see it that way. Is he seeing a man or a woman when he's eye fucking her?
1: Mm-hmm. Him, her yeah.
2: slash him. What is he seeing and what why? He doesn't even know himself. We can, right. we know what we know from our experience. But th- that's what's so beautiful about it, is it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's, it, it's The fact is, it's, it's in some ways, neither here nor there. there. He, she is neither one nor the other, and that's okay. And then it's okay mm-hmm. for him to have whatever response that comes with that. Yeah. Making a percentage, a, 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 you know, deciding what percentage of desire he has for one or the other is not useful anymore. Mm-mm. Really, right. I don't think.
1: How did you feel when they flew in Osman to sing your part? Because I feel like that. Was... Are you allowed to talk about that? are oh, you allowed yeah. to talk I about why? Oh, you ago. are? Okay. What's the relationship with Donnie? Uh, yeah, I don't have any relationship
2: with Donnie. I was told, <laughs> first of all, I mean, I was kind of fired. You know, they what? they didn't, they didn't, um, they brought him in, and, and anyone, one could just say any re- number of reasons why they brought him in, whether it was because they thought, liked him better or they, Thought they wanted somebody who, who had a you know he has that uh, the perfect Disney name for that thing, but I can't say that that's the only reason. I, I I think they were one of the things that they said to sell it to me to let me down easy was well you know his singing voice sounds more like your singing voice than your singing voice.
1: What does that mean? <laughs> it means trickery, <laughs> foolishness, betrayal. Foolishness. It means, it means, it means I just, th- I just thought I,
2: I just nodded and said, Oh yeah. Okay. okay I don't okay, believe whatever. that
1: for a damn second.
2: I'm glad I was a part of any part of it. I really was and it's I, I just let it go. stupid
1: enough to say that, that you yeah. believe it. You know what I mean? Like I can yeah. see you receiving that at the time and yeah. being like, Oh, okay. That has to make sense. It's so dumb <gasps> yeah. and no! then walking away and being like, wait a second. Yeah. let's get down to business about this. How about that
0: <laughs> How about that? that is interesting that
1: is so funny. they said your singing voice doesn't sound as much like you as Donny Osmond.
0: yeah <laughs> I think I think there's some emotion to this re- recounting that uh, I, i'm I'm I respect you sort of withholding <laughs> because I feel like you must have felt a certain way but I don't you don't you don't have to tell
1: us he obviously felt a certain way. What? What do you mean? Like, about, 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 more about
0: being about being fired from the oh, song? Oh. Well,
1: as the singer, he still famously is the human voice, of course. But like, yeah, yeah, and I and I,
2: I, this was probably the first time in a big way where, well, you know, not that it's not that not that interesting, but where I was forced to deal with something that was out of my control. Okay, and mm-hmm. and over my as a as a famously controlling person or a person who. What was always looking for control or always gravitates towards want feeling like they need it. It was a, a real adjustment for me. Like to go, oh right. shit, I don't really there's nothing. I can't beg them. They're not gonna change the sure. no, So oh okay, I guess I gotta really like uh just kinda like try to accept this, you know.
1: And they did it to Ming Na too, right? They they because Leo Solanga sang it. But is Ming Na a
0: singer? Maybe she maybe that was the thing where No, Ming-Na she's not.
2: Like, I don't think she is.
0: So she was probably not laboring. This is always the thing that has bumped me. I mean, I've thought about this for decades at this point. Uh I go, why didn't they let BD
2: sing the damn song? Because, like, yeah, I think uh, they, I think maybe they didn't like the way I sang it. I don't know for sure though.
1: No, it's because they're scared of the Church of Latter day Saints. And the Church of Latter day Saints was going to storm the ball if they didn't have their boy in it. Mm. Okay. That's really what it is, and that's that's oh that's all. We, that's how we're gonna end. They this couldn't wait for their they, they
0: couldn't wait for their own princess. They couldn't wait for the Mormon <laughs> princess we're gonna get someday. Yeah, they oh, couldn't yeah. wait for oh, um, Mormon.
1: Yeah, whatever that's that be gonna good. be, like right. genie in the lake or whatever. Uh, wow, <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna be. Um, genie in the lake. I, I, don't, I don't know, know. bitch. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know Mormon culture. Like, what are the things that they do? Like, do casinos. They have some wild what is it going to be like? A, a, a casinos, a casino owner's daughter that wants to be an ice skater. Like, was that going to be the Mormon Disney princess? Yeah. Why well, not? Sure. Han says, "I think we'll get hate mail for not talking about SVU. We talked about SVU, Han. We Han talked about, about SVU, Han. So maybe you need to listen, okay? Oh, straight. Listen. You, is there straight. more to say about
2: it? You know, I, I no. I, okay. All right.
1: I oh, want what, it. Unless honest, no, no, you want us, to Were about cut you
2: out? No, I mean I, I, it was very good to me, and I'm I, I was really thankful to be on it and, it, and it and it was perfect the way exactly the way it was. People always want me to go back
1: to it, and I'm not. I don't
2: think that's going to happen. Don't no, no, go back. No. Can you
1: say three words to describe Mariska?
2: Irreverent, dedicated, moral.
1: We love our moral queen.
2: <laughs> we love an irreverent
0: queen. We love an
1: irreverent <laughs> moral queen.
0: Dedicated as well. We can't forget yeah, dedicated. No, yeah, can't forget no. dedicated. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing
1: bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore.
0: Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about.
1: Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day.
0: I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling
3: great all day long. Hey,
1: try new Bubbly Burst.
3: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic,
1: you get... Titanic. A campy, unhinged, chaotic night out.
0: And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic
1: is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live
0: Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Take back your finances."
1: .com/chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit
0: Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Strike Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limit apply Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com/disclosures for details. Okay, so Bowen, is it time? It's time. This is it's I don't time. think so, honey. This is our oh, 1 minute I don't segment. Think so, honey. <laughs> I don't think so honey That's right He's going over um, it in his head <laughs> He's going, my going over it in his
1: reading. head uh, Oh okay. sure actor
2: oh, reads his text No I'm trying You know I'm, no, I'm trying to pull up my stopwatch Because I want to see My 60 seconds going by
0: Oh, no, no, no. We'll hold the timer up. Don't worry. Matt and I are going to go first.
1: This is a true Control King. And it's actually yeah. a front runner for title of ep, Control King. Control because tennis. he wants control over the over the timer, but he know, he doesn't know. We got no, I don't ass. want
2: control over it. I want to make sure that I see it so that I know how. You're going to see it.
0: BD and I are similar in this way where we are self-sufficient. Yes. And that gets mistranslated for
2: Any
1: number of
2: things that are not.
1: I didn't say domineering. All right. I think you both should dominate me. That's how I feel. Oh,
2: this
0: is I don't think so. Any. This is our one minute segment. We take one minute to rail against something in culture that's really getting under our skin. Can Matt, I do you want to go, go first? As it
1: were. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I have something. I've been thinking about this and it's something actually it's actually been lifelong. Okay.
2: I love it. Wow. Oh, God. I wish yeah. I could do like 20 of these. But okay.
1: Oh, you'll on your 20th time back, you'll have done yes. 20.
0: Right, I will. Good. This is Matt Rogers' I don't think so, honey. His time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. Wheel of Fortune. This is a (gasps) stupid game. First of all, there's no skill involved. And even if there were, no one that they cast has an ounce of it. They spin (laughs) the goddamn wheel. It lands on Bankrupt eight out of 10 times. It's so fucking boring. And then they look up at the wheel. It says it's like G blank A T. The word is goat. And they go, I'd like to solve. GLAT! It's like, so what are you fucking talking about? Also, oh, stop buying vowels, you seconds. idiot. You're losing money. Guess C. C is in every word. Guess T. If you have a T up there, mama, guess H. If there's a Q, that's when you buy a U. These idiots guessing R when it says P blank SS. What is Prus? Stop. They are fools. You don't need any skill involved. Jeopardy is the real game. They need to give Vanna a bigger role. Pat Sajak sucks, and I'd like to solve the puzzle. I don't think so, money. Oh no, and that's
0: one minute, and you didn't solve it right. That's not correct. Wow, that is brave. Oh, Matt, that is one of your best. I um, I'm in trouble.
1: I constantly <laughs> watch Wheel of Fortune and I'm like, after Jeopardy, you're gonna put on no. this this fucking it's like it's like watching a New York Times crossword puzzle and then watching kids play hopscotch. It's like get the hell out of here. That that's
0: those are the those are the those are the the poles. Those Let me tell you something. Same coin.
1: After you lube up, you don't go play checkers. And Jeopardy is getting you lubed up, and then you want to get fucked, and then they give you Wheel of Fortune.
2: That is a very interesting
1: way to look at it. Listen, <laughs> is... after Jeopardy, I'm loose, and I'm thinking, you... let's go. And it's, then they put Not Wheel too of loose, Fortune. Though. No, never, okay. never. <laughs> um, never that was brave and I, and, I,
0: <laughs> and I love this world in which the, the answers are four letter words go uh, you,
1: Bowen you would be blown away in fact no of course no I know I know exactly what you're talking about it's a funny thing to YouTube like wheel of fortune fails yes and see when when they really need to it's really impossible to get it wrong and they're like I'd like to solve the puzzle chicken ran And it's like, no, it was chicken run. (laughs) And whenever Pat Jack is like, oh, Uh, that sucks. You are really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it is funny for that reason. But I think the game is stupid. The prizes are so small. They're winning no money. It's like they leave with like $12,000 and they're like, cool.
2: And it's like the longest running show in the history yeah. of the world.
1: Vanna White, the poor woman, she like, I does she like her life? We'll never know. But one time I'm we sure did, we did one time on this show explore what the inner life of we think Vanna is, and we it's actually quite dramatic.
0: It, it actually lends itself well to a play, BD, if you want to yeah. produce. If I'm star. looking for a rich material.
1: Yeah, if yes. you're looking for rich material, we've actually basically already scripted the whole Vanna White play, so we'll be oh. in touch.
0: Wait, honestly, but really quickly, this, is, this isn't even a pitch. I just want to get Beatty's thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think it's a play that is a game show. huh. Set in a game show or a game show? I mean, the- set in a game show, and you're seeing the game show play out, but then there's like, the staging of it is such that like, there's like a backstage area in which like, the politics between these two hosts, like
2: the dynamic between these two hosts, is a little toxic and combative. Oh yeah, so that you see the backstage antics, and then then you see them on screen, and see them covering up or being um kind of like like what they present to everyone else. Yes. Yeah,
1: on stage, backstage. Right, stage.
2: but meanwhile, her life is crumbling. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and
0: he's toxic, and he's toxic, and she's been she's been at this job for decades at this point, and her only job is to be silent and look pretty.
1: And, and right. you know, if you think about it, the spinning of the wheel is actually really a good metaphor because what what are they doing if not They're spinning, spinning the wheels every day? And that's what's yeah. so beautiful so about it. So they never
2: it. get anywhere. They're just, nope. Just, oh, it's like a hand. Because that's oh. not
1: what happens in a circle. It's actually rule of culture number 13. You never, never get, get anywhere. anywhere. That's a, not what that happens, happens in a, in a circle. circle.
0: No. All right. This
1: is it. <laughs> Okay, I think it's time for me. Please. Okay. <laughs> I think it's time that's for sick. Bone Yang. Oh my oh, God, I'm look, I just pulled really it up and look at Harry. Oh, I'm no, so you're happy not, you're not that's really my really phone Harry, Harry. Look at but how hot he is. Jesus. I, I mean, who All could
2: right. get away with that outfit? When we were uh, watching that, I was going, okay, that is success, man. Yeah. That is, I don't know anybody that could wear that the way quite it's a, the way a
1: genius he, look and, genius. and then he was covering up with these boas and i almost came in here and did i don't think so honey harry's boas because i feel the boas, the boas are a hat on a hat if i know but a, you didn't if, feel that strongly about it no i didn't feel that strong i mean he can really wear whatever he wants or or as little as he wants um but i did i do love the opportunity to see his torso um so the boa was was in the way for me personally well about, but there was a reveal Exactly, and we love that.
0: Yeah, there, the the reveal was satisfying.
1: Exactly, and that's theater. The road comes back. That's theater. And yes. uh, so, Bowen, this is going to be your time to do. I don't think so, honey. And okay. Can I say you're backlit in a very like sort of like glamorous way right now? Like I'm front lit. No, but you're you have backlighting too, and it's a, the aesthetic is very good. So there's I'm a little really flare. There's a
2: little flare on the
1: lens practical light. Yeah, lens on flare on the lens like a goddamn J.J. Uh, Abrams movie in the Zoom. Star Trek, oh my god. Oh okay. my god, if, if we're so lucky. Alright, so this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now.
0: I Don't Think So Honey, construction, what mm. are you doing? We have the buildings we need mm. for the rest of humanity. Mm. <laughs> and this is this is actually true. There is enough space for every person in this world to be housed, to live in. But I'm not going to make it about um, you know, a houseless situation. I'm Ooh. saying stop building things Ooh. because it's actually ruining people's lives, mine included. 30 I did seconds. not pay to have noise. And I know this is such a hackneyed New York complaint, but it's this, it's this enduring one for mm-hmm. a reason because they think they can get away with it because they think this is part of New York life is that you have to put up with construction. Actually, we don't. New York is fine the way it is. Building wise, we don't need any new developments. We don't need any new crazy, crazy buildings. I don't want to. I don't want all of these dorms for adults and finance bros specifically built around the city anymore.
1: Dorms for adults? I don't think so, dorms honey. That was Bo and Yang's one minute. And it's that how, it's, no how, minute it's, how it's how they're it's how they're marketing. It's how they're marketing these
0: buildings to people now. It's like, well, there's a pool table in the in the common area. It's yes, like,
2: amenities.
0: But it's not even. It, Amenities to me are like washer and dryer and unit, no, dishwasher. No,
2: no, the, the,
1: it's you, like movie, the thi- there's, there's movie theater. There's a theater. Yeah,
2: that's right. Peloton,
1: Peloton room. There's a gym and a Peloton room now. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's
1: how it is. I don't make
2: the it is. I'm afraid of doing this. I'm so afraid of doing this. You're. Why would you be afraid? Because you've done it many times, and because I don't know. But-
1: can can you handle this? Th- this yes, is ridiculous. Please this
0: happens all the time, right? What happens all the time is that Matt and I do it, and are are I don't think so. Honey's at this point are like C pluses throughout. Eh. Like the people who are novel at it are actually the ones who like are able to bring some electric active thing to it. Oh, dear. And they
1: come in and they hem and haw. Meanwhile, I just did one on a 40-year-old game show. Bowen did it on construction. Neither of us are going to get anything done with this. Wheel of Fortune's not going anywhere. Cuomo's got his hands full. So it's like, (laughs) what the hell? You have an opportunity to enact change right now.
2: You really do. I don't think I'm going to enact change. I'm just going (laughs) to be, you know... I mean, I, I I have to be as honest as I can about a, a, a situation. You know, I try not to be angry about things. So here, when I'm angry about something, I'm going to just talk about what I'm angry about, you know?
0: I'm okay, mean,
1: good. And this, this is your or opportunity. Some or irked. Here we go. Yes. Irks, irks is a great way to put it. Perfect. Right, this
0: is B.D. Wong's I Don't
2: Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. I mean, I know that I'm late to this party, but crime scene vanishing at the Cecil Hotel is something oh, that I cannot God. abide. This is 4 hours or more of uh, time that I will never ever uh, ever get back in my life. I first should say and you watched all of it as part of my uh presentation that the 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 <laughs> the, 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 the soul of Elisa Lam must be spinning in her grave and we must take a moment seconds. to say that this was all based on <laughs> Um, You know, this kind of commercialized, overhyped and um, poorly produced production was at her expense. And I find that absolutely terrible. There was to get in even into the whole terrible other aspect of it, which is the problem of taking paying attention to too much people on the Internet. That should stop right now. I don't think so, honey.
1: Yeah, And that's one minute. Well done. And th- you're actually very topical. You're very oh, okay. topical very because we've topical. discussed on this very podcast that Bowen does not think so, honey. This oh, okay. that it, it. The
0: only thing <laughs> that the show unintentionally does well is to talk about the culture around yes. crime now, around true unintentionally, crime now. unintentionally because it was such drivel the way it was made.
2: Garbage. I was so. I'm I'm really mad about it. I think it's you've yeah. already talked about this, I know. Other people have already heard about it.
1: No, we want to hear what you said. Well well, I mean, it was absolutely irresponsible. And yes. it
2: was um manipulated, like kind of like taking facts and just trying to make a narrative out of them that didn't exist. You could see it, it was also stretched beyond Oh my god. Uh, just be uh, just stretched, hopelessly stretched yes and i was I'm, I'm i'm critical of things like this or things that are in a if i if something i feel like i get ahead of something or something like that but i really felt this was intelligence insulting for most people do you feel yes.
1: do you feel that we have hit the breaking point with true crime where maybe it's just like we need we all need a break Cause I feel like the reason why it was bad is because they were like, Oh, we have an opportunity to do a true crime thing. Like let's do it without really thinking about the case, whether or not it was appropriate or like would fit. Yeah. I mean,
2: they. yes, of course. Yes. I think
1: that, I mean, I I was, I was
2: um, now on my, you know, uh, the algorithm on my, my, my Netflix, all this Mm -hmm. true crime is coming up and it's all Netflix produced. And I'm, over it i'm like well i'm not watching any more of those because you you blew your credibility on that one Mm -hmm. um you know there are other Mm -hmm. ones like if it was in, you know certain other shows that i've seen in other places it when they produce them well you want to see that content and 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 but this really damaged me i felt really abused i agree
1: that sucks
0: and this is very this is specific but were you not heartbroken when they cut to the parents Yes. Anytime they like showed the parent, I was just like, God, these two yes these, these Canadian Asian people who like immigrants, like who like have no idea about any of this.
2: They got on a plane or wherever, whatever, however they got here and just got thrown into this horrible, Ugh. horrible. And, and the show doesn't, and clearly they didn't want to be involved. They didn't right. attach themselves to it. They are, They've extricated themselves from it. And there's a reason for it because it's it's not good and it wasn't going to serve them well or her, their daughter. She was Ugh. not served well. She was no. manipulated and turned into some kind of bizarre character when in fact she had real challenges in her life, apparently, if yeah. you were to believe everything you saw on the show. Um, but And that's terrible too. That's like, what are we doing? How, yeah. who, who Who did that and didn't think twice about it? You know, like it takes a it takes a lot of people to make a show like this, and somebody didn't yeah. raise their yeah. hand and say, "Hey, what are
1: you, what are we actually trying to what do are doing? here?" Yeah, yeah. We've talked about it so much that I'm like, I hadn't, I need to watch it, but everything we've said has been negative, so I guess I'm not going to watch
2: this. No, I don't. No I, I I could not recommend it less. Is that yeah right? yeah <laughs> yeah? I wouldn't say watch it for just for the research or like oh, so that we can talk about it. I would say it's a waste of time. Yeah.
1: Did you watch The Vow? I did watch The Vow,
2: and I watched the other one on Seduce. Seduce. See,
1: yeah. and I want—I want to say ever something to the readers. Mm. If you like me and Bowen, got exhausted by The Vow, you gotta watch Seduce. Seduced is better. And you know who brought Seduced to my attention? Molly Shannon oh. in the oh, makeup wait. trailer was like <laughs> you have to watch seduced molly loves like all reality shows like all all this stuff and she was like no don't (laughs) watch the vow don't watch the vow watch seduced and i watched seduced and she was right and i'm telling you bd knows seduced was better would you agree i i think that there was something
2: really um not right about the vow i kind of got into it for the first part i was really and i did like the way they the way they positioned the vow where they, they, where they led us into this whole thing by showing us what was great or what apparently seemed like it was great about the program, and then you yeah. got pulled into it just the way everyone else did. Yes. And then this other Seduced is like a 180 kind of weird... It's a fascinating uh, different perspective to have. The only thing that kind of bugs me about seduced is that it's self-produced by the person who's right. trying to oh, right. make their India point India
1: Oxenberg
2: yeah right and that is like there's long I, I, I said there's all these long kind of her talking to the camera right yeah and I said to Rikert, my husband I said there's nobody there in the room with her she's just talking to the camera
3: <laughs> she's doing like totally
2: Valerie Cherish she's sitting there telling her story
1: (laughs) I did feel like the way that she was saying the lines I was like is she being directed badly or is she just rehearsed she definitely (sighs) isn't a natural on screen presence, yeah. but it was really interesting. Like seduce was just four episodes. It was just like the facts. They have Keith Raniere on camera saying things like, you know, kids actually want to be raped. Yeah, yeah. He's literally saying things like this. Meanwhile, the vow only kind of alludes to that. Alludes or maybe it, yeah, or maybe yeah, it yeah. gets to it later. And I feel like there was an ego pump in the vow because it was people that were involved in it that were part of that thing administratively that felt like they really needed to dig themselves out of it with more, 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 more. Meanwhile, Seduced, it's four episodes. They literally show him on camera being a monster, and you get a direct perspective from someone who was like truly victimized by it. Yeah. So it's just, I I preferred Seduced and I say that to the readers. As an audience wow. member.
2: And also, yeah. at the end of the day, neither one's some great documentary filmmaking. No.
1: No,
2: no, no, that's, no, no, If you're looking for that, then don't watch either of them. To compare India to Valerie
0: Cherish, inspired <laughs> though. It's inspired. And we, we love that. It's
1: that's inspired. that's the perfect
0: intersection of culture that we talk about here on The yes. Culture okay, And a brilliant right. way...
1: To cap off an episode that has been our true joy. We thank you so much for coming on. You are... I mean, to quote Wendy Williams...
0: He's got a point. He's got a
1: point. He's an icon. He's an icon. He's a legend. He's a legend. And And he he is is the moment. moment. Now, come on now. now. Come on now.
0: It's BD Wong. Um, I love you guys. Some... Love you so much. Someone who... I don't know. And the girls say this now in in a facetious way. Like, that person is the blueprint. This is someone who is the blueprint. Knows that it's about... Community building, because they say before you be, don't think about building a career, think about building a community. I this is this uh, everything that BD does is about that at its at its root, and it's so so so. It's I I hate saying this word, but it's so inspiring. But we do have to end every episode with a
2: song. Okay, oh, who's we?
1: Life is a willow and it bent right, no, to, bent the right to the world. wind. Now you do the next one. Oh wow, he's still not off book on Evermore, everybody. I don't
0: uh, ever. All right, well, he's gonna he's up.
1: gonna take a week to get off book on Evermore, but for now, bye bye. bye. bye.